broadcasting from the capital city in Norway, Oslo. Our host, Andre Bauman, is bringing you the Gamers Performance Podcast. Nutrition and exercise tips for gamers and esports athletes. Stay tuned if you want to learn how to eat and train for optimal health and gaming performance. And now, here's your host, former esports athlete and personal trainer with a master's degree in nutrition and experience in working with Olympic level athletes, Andre Bauman. Welcome back to the Gamers Performance Podcast. So it's been quite a few weeks since the last podcast and uh, it's basically uh, because I've been working a lot with uh, seminars and webinars, uh, but also I've been attending the Spill Expo. It's basically a games expo in Norway uh, where Gamers Performance uh, had its own stand on this expo. So it was a lot of work uh, with this expo. Uh, and it basically took a lot of my energy and time, of course, uh, to prepare for this expo. So <clears throat> basically on this expo, I was uh, doing it alone, of course. And so I had to like plan everything. I had to get tables and chairs and prepare every like event and such uh, on the expo. So it took a lot of time and I was also staying there alone on the expo. Um, so I didn't have anyone to like... Uh, come and stay with me and so it was a lot of work I had to be sharp all the time um, so that basically took away some time and energy from doing this podcast uh, but uh, now basically back and I'm gonna try to update the podcast uh, a bit more frequently um, compared to the last couple of months so first of all I just want to share to you guys uh, my experience with podcast and um, I also want to go through like five questions uh, or so uh, which I've gotten through the last se webinars and seminars I've had with schools and etc. And so, so I hope you guys uh, can uh, take something valuable from uh, this experience. If you're gonna have your own expo, or or you're gonna, um, yeah, basically do your own games expo, or or have your own stand of these kind of expos, uh, I can give you my kind of um, experience uh, with the kind of business I have, which is basically in nutrition and physical activity in relation to gaming and esports. So first of all, uh, I would just like to say thank you to Spill Expo, of course, for a pretty awesome expo. Um, it was a lot of people. I'm not sure if they broke the last year's record. Uh, last year there was uh, probably, it was around 20,000 um, participants in the expo. So that's a pretty good number considering gaming is like not that popular in Norway compared to like uh, the other European or Scandinavian countries and such as Asia or, or United States. So, but it was pretty overwhelming, I must say. Our prime minister also was there to like open um, the Spill Expo. So when she like uh, said, ready, set, go, it was like the rush of kids running into the expo. It was... It was like seeing Black Friday in the in the States. It was pretty amazing. So, but all in all, I, I would say I had a pretty good experience with the Spill, uh, with the Spill Expo. Uh, and I also think that um, working with nutrition and kind of uh, the healthy side of gaming esports, I think is really necessary uh, that people or, or like uh, participants that focus on these kind of things can attend these expos and have their own stands. 
because it kind of uh, makes a little bit of a counterweight to like the energy drinks and the pizzas and the burgers that are often marketed and sold at these kind of expos. So uh, for the long-term gamers, health, etc., I think it's important that we kind of have the counterweight to all these kind of unhealthy uh, snacks and foods and drinks that are being sold at these expos. So, but the, first of all, I would like to say like um, the preparation part of uh, like having your own stand at these expos is really important. I was basically doing everything by myself this time. And um, I, I, I can remember I started like in early October, I think, uh, with like planning the design for, for, for my roll ups and banners and uh, yeah, the backdrops, etc. So it was a lot of planning. And I would say like planning is probably uh, the most important thing when you're doing like a stand on this expose. So the planning part, most crucial and start as early as possible because it takes time like i had to get the graphical designers to do my um my business um banner uh, in good enough resolution i had to plan the roll-ups and get the design i had to get it delivered uh, and actually delivered kind of got screwed up so i had to pick it up myself a couple of days later than than what i was like anticipating so it's important to always uh, plan a uh, really good uh, a long time ahead and always plan for like unforeseen events so don't like schedule everything uh, on the exact day you kind of need it try to try to get it like a couple of days before so you have this buffer time or something you know it of course depends on what you're kind of uh, ordering so but just be aware that things might take a lot of time and probably longer than you you're anticipating so for this expo um I'm going to post some pictures later on. I have some of my social media accounts uh, on Instagram at gamers uh, underscore performance and at Twitter at gamers perform. So you can go in there and look like uh, how my stand was. Um, I'm pretty satisfied uh, since I basically did everything uh, myself. I had talked with a few people, but basically I, I yeah, I kind of had a creative outline for the for the stand myself. So I had a, a three times four, three times four stand. I think that's twelve square meters. So that was uh, if you're if you're doing your own stand uh, and you're having one or maybe two activities, that's like the minimum. I would say uh, that you would need probably more if you have like big activities. So on my stand, I had like one uh, stand table which I order. Uh, from this uh, special uh, expo delivery uh, facility and um, that was pretty good and it occupied like one square meter and I, I also had another table which was like more or less like a bar table and had some like bar stools etc and that probably occupied like one to two square meters um, and unfortunately on my stand I had like one huge uh, pile uh, it occupied like one square feet of my stand, so like I didn't actually get the three times four I was hoping for. I got the, I got basically uh, eleven square meters instead of twelve square meters. So, but anyways, um, uh, yeah, and I also had this mat on the floor, which uh, attendees could like take uh, or or participate in this push-ups contest, uh, which I had, which I must say was awesome. Um, I, I'm so glad to see that so many of the attendees actually wanted to participate in this competition. 
if if the guys made more than I think it was 36 push-ups or more, uh, they got rewarded with the gamer's performance uh, drinking flask. Uh, for girls, I think it was 21 or above, so it was, it was quite a high number. Uh, actually, I also had one girl uh, managing to, to get like 21 or 22 push-ups, which was awesome. Kudos to this girl. Uh, and I basically had like 60 or 70 people participating uh, in this push-ups contest, which was kind of amazing, I think. I didn't expect that so many would, uh, on, a, on a games expo, you know, that people would just compete in such physical events. Uh, I think I was the only one that had like a physical event on my uh, on my stand. I know there was like this boxing pillow and a sledge competition, which you can like hit on this uh, yeah, so kind of game stuff, but it 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 wasn't on a uh, on a specific stand. So so I'm pretty glad I had this, and um, it actually gave a lot of traction when people were seeing other people like doing push-ups. They would like, just stand around and watch like, oh my God, what's he doing? It looks so cool. And oh, maybe I can try next time. So well, that was pretty amazing. Uh, it was quite a huge crowd uh, at a few times. So that was really cool. So next year I'm probably gonna do, if I'm gonna be there at Spill Expo um, or Games Expo next year, I'm probably gonna have some physical activity, but I'm probably also gonna do it a little bit more sophisticated. So, uh, and, and, and I must say, I actually, I think I kind of delivered out like 30 or 40 drinking flasks. Uh, of the 70 people actually trying, uh, almost half or approximately half of them actually made the requirements for the drinking flask. And I must say, I'm pretty, I think it's awesome seeing so many fit and strong people uh, that participated and actually made the, the qualification. So that's pretty cool. And uh, next year, I hope I'll see many of you guys that are listening. And I hope you'll come by the stand next year. Of course, if I'm having Gamers performance there, uh, because I'm probably gonna do something more sophisticated in regards to the physical uh, department. So the expo lasted for from Friday uh, to Sunday. So it was pretty long days. Uh, and I know a lot of the food that's being served are like burgers and uh, muffins pizzas, sausages, and Red Bull energy drinks. Yeah, so it's basically a lot of craft food. So um, I brought a lot of fruits and I basically cut up and made these fruit uh, sticks, like these barbecue sticks, and I pushed fruit on them and, and I basically delivered it out to the people that came by and it, it was of course free of charge. So I, th I, I think it's important that some Next year, maybe some other players will come uh, at the expo and, and, and have some more healthy food alternatives for the people staying there for like five, six, seven hours uh, each day. I think that's really important. And of course, I must say it, it was actually quite popular. I think I bought fruits and, um, and, 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 and berries for like uh, $100 or something. And uh, basically everything went. It went so fast. So... Uh, that was quite, <laughs> that was quite uh, interesting, and um, yeah. So, but I think it's important, of course, that people get some viable uh, food and drinking options uh, at these kind of long events. And I also had um, the uh, the opportunity to have like uh, uh, three short seminars, one each day, and basically talk about gamers' performance and. Um, the importance of nutrition and physical activity for gamers and esports athletes. 
um and i think uh, i think it's pretty cool that actually there were some people in the crowd listening and, and paying attention <laughs> i i really didn't know uh like before if this was the right setting to have like these kind of talks um because most of the people coming to this expo they're basically focused on games and they want to play and there's a lot of uh, basically young young girls and boys uh, probably between the age 12 and 18 maybe and um and i can remember from my days and i, I in my experience also of course that uh, they're basically not too focused about the nutrition and physical activity part but of course there were a lot of parents also um and and they actually sat down and listened a lot uh, to what i had to say so that was quite uh, quite cool i will say unfortunately i had the cosplay train <laughs> the cosplay train it was basically a huge line of uh, cosplayers just walking around my talk <laughs> so all the tension like went to them uh, one of the days so that was quite unfortunate um and on the last day it was the finale in the cosplay competition and like there were like a couple of people <laughs> listening so next year maybe um, trying to just like a tip to the organizers uh, if you're having these talks try not to get them uh, to crash with like the huge uh, other events uh, because then people will most likely miss the opportunity like either watch the cosplay finale or watch these talks that people have so i wasn't the only one like having a talk there uh, or, or a seminar there were like uh, several other people's um every day so so but the games expo i think it was uh, quite uh yeah i i, I really enjoyed my time there uh, I, I got to meet a lot of interesting people uh expanded my network it was uh, it was really interesting i got to meet some of the esport teams which i haven't really talked so much with yet and um and it's really interesting to see the community the games and esports community uh, really like gets so huge and it's getting better each year. I was at the Spiel Expo last year also, uh, not uh, like having my own stand, but just uh, just watching. Uh, and I think it's much better this year than last year. So it's getting better each year, I think. And, uh, and that's really the way to go. So maybe next year I'll see you there. Uh, if not, uh, enjoy your stay there. And uh, I've, I, I really encourage people interested in games and esports to actually go there and take a look uh and yeah get emerged in the whole esports and gaming scene it was really nice so at the end of this podcast i'm going to go through like five questions uh, which i've gotten lately on my um, webinars and seminars no uh, excuse me four questions so first of all uh some of this is actually repetition from a couple of the other past podcasts i've had earlier but since these questions kind of occur every time, I'm, I'm, gonna sti I'm still going to go through them and, and, and answer them again. So the first of it, uh, so the first of the questions uh, is uh, how to become better as a gamer with or without nutrition. So that was basically in a general sense. And um, I've gotten this question actually two or three times at two or three different uh, locations uh, or schools, I mean. And that's basically because uh, I've been a former esports athlete myself. So I think a lot of people are thinking that okay maybe he can like uh, uh, give me advice on how to become better that's like outside of nutrition and physical activity i actually got three of these kind of questions at expo as well uh like three different questions from two of the same guys they were like really interested in getting better and they didn't really care about the nutrition or physical activity part but they came to me and asked like dude what can i do to get better how can i like uh, specifically train to get better aim etc uh, etc et 
So I would say I'm not actually, uh, I don't consider myself competent to answering this uh, to a full degree since I'm not playing as much as I as I did like uh, several years ago. I'm still playing uh, some FPS games, I'm still playing Apex, so my FPS skills are like, they're blunt but they're still there. Uh, but what I can say um, regarding getting better like without the nutrition and physical activity part, I would say like specificity is like a principle that's used in every kind of sport. So uh, playing the game you want to get better at is like the first thing you gotta do. And uh, so that's basically the principle of specificity. Outside that, of course, I think it's important to have like variation because if you get tired of the game you're playing, you're pushing it like 12 hours each day, you're gonna burn out in the end. So I would say variation with some kind of other other FPS games, if you're like an FPS pro player in Counter-Strike, like try to play other FPS games and uh, and learn something from those games and try to implement it in your game. And, um, and of course, just for variation and motivation, so you can keep playing well in uh, your main game. Also using like uh, specific AMAPs or specific training methods to increase your coordination in your, in your hand. For instance, you have like these uh, sound games, which requires that you follow with your mouse, that you track your mouse regarding uh, in, in cooperation with the tunes. So that's kind of interesting method. I will also consider that kind of um, a coordination training. So like doing those kind of methods outside the game, which can also improve your, your coordination and aim and reflexes. I think that's also a pretty good supplement if you're, if you're at that uh, level where you're basically a pro or almost a pro or you wanna advance further. So, and of course, uh, in regards to nutrition and a physical activity, I've already talked a lot about that earlier, but like trying to eat frequently every three or four hours a balanced meal with vegetables uh, in every meal and aim for like four to five meals per day. I would, uh, that's like the main, uh, the staples <laughs> in how to get good uh, in regards to nutrition. Of course, uh, one more thing I forgot is uh, hydration. So aiming for like 1.5 to 2 liters of water per day is probably enough if you're not training or you're living in a really humid and hot environment. Um, and if you're drinking a lot of energy drinks and such, try to reduce uh, the amount of it. Uh, and of course that was like <laughs> the second question. So that's a pretty good like uh, entrance to the second question. Energy drinks, uh, what to substitute with? So <clears throat> a lot of the gamers I've talked with, they say they, okay, I'm drinking like two or three energy drinks per day. What can I substitute with? Uh, and, and they're saying, uh, uh, please give us some realistic advice. We can't really just dodge all the energy drinks uh, go cold turkey we need something to substitute it with and um, uh, I would say like trying like uh, diet coke or diet sodas etc uh, or, or, or or drinking water with some kind of flavor without carbohydrates of course uh, I would say that like uh, that's like a good stepping stone to eliminating all of these kind of products uh, in the diet on a frequent basis of course and the third question uh, was caffeine, is it good or, good or bad for health and or performance? And um, I've actually written articles about this. I've had it in my book, uh, A Theoretical Guide to Esports uh, Performance, uh, Esports Nutrition, I'm sorry. And I've also had a podcast about it, I think. So I'm not gonna talk specific about it now, but it's a question I get on every presentation. And in summary, I can say that caffeine might have a performance enhancing effect but it's basically not in those high dosages that people drink 
uh, you get when you drink like several energy drinks per day. And I must say one more thing: if you're a frequent um, caffeine consumer, even if even if it's in uh, chewing gum, if it's coffee or if it's energy drinks, uh, you need to basically, and um, at least most people need a higher dosage to get the cognitive uh, performance enhancing effect, because it it it, it kind of makes you immune, sort of. So if you're not drinking too much caffeine already, you're gonna get the performance enhancing effect from a lower dose of caffeine compared to other people that are drinking a lot of caffeine in general. So for health also, there are some health det detrimental effect when you reach like five to six milligrams per kilo body weight for adults. Uh, also lower than that, some people might get like this gastrointestinal problems, they get jitteriness, etc. So uh, staying away from a lot of ca caffeine is really important. And most people reach this uh, threshold in their diet when they're consuming like two to three bottles of energy drink per day um, because you're also getting like caffeine from chocolate cocoa uh, coffee so so trying not to overdo it is really important and um, yeah for uh, younger people or uh, people that are uh, adolescents or, or kids of course they can uh, get this detrimental effect uh, with uh, three milligrams per kilo body weight or or above so basically the average weight for a 14 year old here in norway is basically 48 kilos for a male and um uh, if you if you multiply that with three uh, you get basically around 144 milligrams and one half a liter of energy drink contains like 150 milligrams so for for a 14 year old they may get the detrimental health effect at already just one energy drink at half a liter. And that's kind of scary because I know a lot of people below the age of 18 that's actually drinking a lot of energy drinks. And uh, you also don't know if you're a bad responder to caffeine. Uh, you don't basically know that until you really lie there and, and have problems uh, with your heart and your health. So try not to overdo it, of course. And um, the performance enhancing effect you get from caffeine, as I mentioned earlier, I would say that uh, that's just like a tiny fraction. It's just like one or two percent, maybe uh, in the literature. I think it's just like a few percent, uh, and it's not even sure that you actually get it from gaming uh, or or in gaming performance. I mean, so it's really hard to say. So try to focus on eating healthy and drinking water and exercising will give you a lot more performance-enhancing effect than just uh, trying to manipulate it with caffeine. And the last question I actually get, which surprises me, I've gotten it like almost every time. Uh, and that is, is pre-workout any good for gaming and or weightlifting or strength training? So that's interesting. Uh, I think it's partly because it looks like I'm also strength training and I'm, of course, I'm, I'm, I am. I'm, I'm, I've been competing in some powerlifting competitions. And so, so I think a lot of these young gamers, they are training and exercising beside their gaming career. And that's really positive, but I also know that a lot of them are using pre-workouts. And uh, uh, I'm me myself coming from like um, this uh, athletic background, of course, and working with uh, these top athletes in at Olympia Toppen. Uh, we know there are so many uh, doping risks regarding pre-workouts, and most of them don't really have any performance enhancing benefits. A lot of the contents in these kind of pre-workouts are mixed in. Uh, uh, in a cocktail that actually doesn't give the performance enhancing effect it's supposed to do. Like either, uh, some of these pre-workouts, they have beta alanine, 
which uh, is basically a buffer and it's supposed to be loaded over several weeks in a lot of uh, in a lot higher doses uh, that you can find in uh, in these pre-workout uh, supplements so that doesn't work and uh, you also have creatine which they kind of mix two or three different creatines and that's kind of not in accordance with the literature and how you're getting the most out of your creatine so using like a creatine monohydrate is the best way to go not uh, mixing every kind of creatine you can find and there's also a lot of caffeine and it's from basically maybe 250 milligrams up to 400 milligrams these pre-workouts which is actually kind of insane because you can also take this in powder form or i mean like most pre-workouts are actually in powder form so when you're taking taking one scoop like one dosage of this pre-workout you get like 400 milligrams of caffeine and i know some kids are basically doing one or two scoops maybe if you get 800 milligrams of caffeine you're probably gonna have real huge problems and it's so easy to overdose on these powder forms and i really don't like powder forms when it comes to supplements it's so easy to be sloppy or take more than you need etc so uh, the short answer is basically stay away from from pre-workouts and um, try to like eat natural and stay away from every kind of performance enhancing substance until you reach that level in your gaming or in your training or your physical exercise or whatever where you're at the top level then you can try to supplement with this kind of stuff to see if you actually get the improvement uh, or not okay so basically i think that's enough for today i'm gonna take uh, gonna go through more of these questions uh, at a later time uh, i'm still having a lot of questions in, in the back of my head which i've gotten so but for today um i think that's enough and uh, it's nice being back having another podcast and i hope you enjoyed this talk um, i'm gonna try to mix in some of my experience uh, like i did in this podcast with this uh, with the spill expo I'm going to continue doing that uh, and I hope it's interesting to you guys uh, even if you're just interested in the nutritional physical activity part it gives uh, it might give you some perspective on on how how I am working with uh, the gaming and esports scene so thanks for today follow me at at gamers underscore performance at instagram or at gamers perform on twitter uh, I'll talk to you next time thank you for listening guys peace Thanks for listening to the Gamers Performance Podcast. Nutrition and exercise tips for gamers and esports athletes. If you enjoyed this content, we hope you'll pass along our web address, www.gamersperformance.gg, to your friends and colleagues. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes. Be sure to check out our archive section on our website for previous podcasts. Check out Gamers Performance on Twitter at GamersPerform. This has been an Andre Bauman production. Until next time.